Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Galatians. Today is episode 336. We're looking at Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. Let's read a passage. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he stood condemned. For he regularly ate with the Gentiles before certain men came from James, However, when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, because he feared those from the circumcision party. Then the rest of the Jews joined in his hypocrisy, so that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were deviating from the truth of the gospel, I told Cephas in front of everyone, If you, who are a Jew, live like a Gentile, and not like a Jew, how can you compel Gentiles to live like Jews? Paul is recounting the history of his interaction with the gospel. He talked about his coming to Christ, his uh, certain travels, travels to Jerusalem. Then he went to Jerusalem again and met the uh, leaders of the Christian church. And they agreed that Paul would work in the Gentile areas while Peter and the others would work in the Jewish areas. So he's continuing his uh, historical account, and he's talking about an account that happened in Antioch, an interaction with Peter. We don't see this in Acts, at least this event. We see some blowout from it, I think. But he had just finished talking about when he went to Jerusalem and met the leaders and talked about what God was doing with the Gentiles, and they agreed that Paul and Barnabas would work for the Gentiles now, Peter has come to Antioch. So verse 11. But when Cephas came to Antioch. So Antioch, remember, is a place where after the murder of Stephen, there was persecution of the Christians in Jerusalem, and Christians fled from Jerusalem. Seems to be it was primarily the Hellenistic Jews, the Jews who were from the Greek culture. It seemed to be the brunt of the persecution, and they fled and went back to the the Greek world. And some of them went to Antioch, a city in Syria, a city with a sizable Jewish population. And so many of them probably had roots there. They fled there. They took the gospel with them. And some of them started preaching to Gentiles. Now, we'd already had the interaction with Cornelius by Peter, so the, the crossing the line to speak to Gentiles had already been done, but not in such a wholesale fashion as was going on now. And so the uh, Jerusalem church sent Barnabas up to look into things. Barnabas got there and said, God is at work here. So he went and got Paul and Tarsus and took him back to Antioch. And together, they provided teaching in the church at Antioch. And it was from Antioch that Paul and Barnabas were then sent on the first missionary journey, where they encountered the people in Galatia, the people that Paul's now sending this letter to after the completion of that journey. It's hard to say whether this event with Peter took place before the first missionary journey or after. I suspect it was after and uh, we'll talk about why in just a few minutes. So Paul says, But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. 
for he regularly ate with Gentiles before certain men came from James. However, when they came, he withdrew and separated himself because he feared those from the circumcision party. So Peter came to Antioch and saw what was going on. Paul and Barnabas working with the, the Christians in Antioch, people preaching to Gentiles, Gentiles coming to faith, and Gentiles and Jews living together as Christians. And by living together, I mean in, in church. Remember, it was such a, a shock for Peter to invite Gentiles into the house where he was staying, eat with them, and then go to the Gentiles' home. And it had to, took that special revelation from God with the animals on the sheet to show him that it was okay because Jews were taught not to associate with Gentiles in a personal way because you could end up violating the Jewish laws. You especially didn't eat with them because they weren't trained in how to properly prepare, handle, take care of the dietary restrictions which were considerable for the Jewish people. You could end up violating all these rules without even knowing it just because some Gentile had not known any better and not out of malice, just not done things properly. And so you would be subject to things that were not kosher because how would a Gentile know how to be kosher? But that seemed to have, they got over that in Antioch and the, the, the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians seemed to be getting along well together. Peter came, saw that, and participated in it. But then some guys show up from Jerusalem. Now it says certain men came from James. Now what that means, he, he doesn't tell us whether it was people that had letters of introduction from James or people just from the Jerusalem church. And so saying from James means from the Jerusalem church. And I will see uh, in, in a minute here that they're probably not acting on directions from James, but there are the circumcision party. That is, those, they're Christians, Jewish Christians, but they can't let go of the idea that Gentiles must become circumcised, must become Jews in order to become Christians. And so they, they advocate this, and so call them the circumcision party. Now before we go on, let's uh, talk about these guys, because I think it's shortly after this that we have the Jerusalem Council of Acts 15. And so if we just pause and, and look back at, at Acts chapter 15, Acts 15, start with verse 1. Some men came down from Judea and began to teach the brothers, unless you were circumcised according to the customs prescribed by Moses, you cannot be saved. So I think these are these guys that Paul's referring to now. These of the circumcision party who arrived from Jerusalem, specifically from James, he says. So because of this uproar, a delegation is sent to Jerusalem, Paul and Barnabas and some others, and they go and meet with the leaders and then the whole church in Jerusalem. 
and the decision is made, we can't force Gentiles to become Jews. And so they write the letter to the Gentile believers that says, okay, you don't have to be circumcised, but just says, if you just do these things, you abstain from food offered to idols, from blood, from anything that's been strangled, from sexual immorality, you'll do well. Those are things repugnant to the Jews. And so it was for the sake of unity that the Gentiles were instructed to, to keep those rules. But at the beginning of the letter that they send, so in Acts 15, verse 24, begins the actual letter. So it said, Since we have heard that some without our authorization went out from us and troubled you with their words and unsettled your hearts, we've unanimously decided to select men and send them to you along with our dearly loved Barnabas and Paul. And so the letter begins with, Some guys have been acting on their own without our authorization. So while uh, it says here in Galatians, some men from James, I just think he meant Maybe they had letters of introduction from James, or knew James, or from the Jerusalem church. They weren't acting under anybody's instruction. So, specifically, James says in this letter, these guys were acting without our authorization. So, that's who they are. But the problem here now is these guys show up and start spouting their circumcision party stuff, and Peter withdraws. He stops hanging out with the Gentiles like he was doing it. And we don't know why. Uh, Paul doesn't tell us why, and it doesn't really matter why, but other than just curiosity. So it just says he feared those from the circumcision party. And so the, the what we just have don't get is how deep those prohibitions are driven into people that you just don't do this. You don't hang out with Gentiles. You don't eat with Gentiles. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't do it. And then even though they've, it's been revealed by God, yes, you can. As soon as somebody shows up saying, no, you can't, then I think it was just a, a knee-jerk reaction of, oh gosh, we're going to get into trouble over this. So why? He doesn't tell us. But the fact is, it did and because Peter then stops and pulls back from hanging out with the Gentiles. Verse 13, then the rest of the Jews joined his hypocrisy. Even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. So Barnabas, who has been preaching to the Gentiles with Paul, Barnabas who's seen the Holy Spirit at work in Gentiles' lives, even Barnabas, it just shows the power influential people turning people astray. Verse 14, But when I saw that they were deviating from the truth of the gospel, I told Cephas in front of everyone, If you who are a Jew would live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you compel Gentiles to live like Jews? So Paul calls him out on this. Hey, before these guys showed up, look what you were doing. Now you're saying the Gentiles themselves can't do like what you were doing? So that just doesn't work. And so the, the challenge here is he, he's basically denying the gospel because the gospel is that anyone can come to Christ. You don't have to go through the hoops of becoming a Jew in order to become a Christian. Anyone can come to Christ. All this is leading up to justification by faith alone. 
And that's where he's going to start talking about next. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the letter to the Galatians.